We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. In the 2022 NFL Draft, the Detroit Lions select Aiden Hutchison, defensive end, Michigan. Jared Goff winds up. Touchdown, Detroit. Josh Reynolds. Comes the blitz down the middle and on the fly. Jamison Williams, extra speed on the gas and gone. Touchdown. Yo, what is going on guys? Welcome back to the Pride Podcast. Alright, we got an emergency pod. You guys hear the sirens. Uh, we got Pierre. Pierre, how you doing my man? I'm doing great man. I don't, I'm just kind of down, but I'll be okay. <laughs> yeah, the sirens are going off and the sirens could be a good thing. It could be a bad thing sometimes. In this case, it is not the greatest let's just be honest it's not good at all uh so the news is source this is from ian rapport from nfl network nfl has suspended five players including wide receiver jameson williams for violating the nfl gambling policy lions defensive back cj moore and wide receiver quintess cephas plus uh stanley berryhill practice squad wide receiver have been suspended so cephas and C.J. Moore have been suspended indefinitely for the whole year and have been both released by the Detroit Lions. Jamison Williams and wide receiver Stanley Berryhill have been suspended six games. We'll get into all the details and why their suspension is a little shorter than Moore and Cephas's, but just a, a very crazy news and not something you want to see at 11.26 on a Friday. Like, it's just not something you want to see, right? And... It obviously sucks because this was, you know, um, a season where we expected big things out of Jamison Williams. And now to see that he's going to miss the first six games of the year right before the NFL draft, it just sucks. So, uh, Peter, I mean, what's the initial thoughts seeing this report? So initial thoughts are for the six, six right now, like speaking right now, anything could happen after the draft, there's free agency, there's a trip. But right now, the Lions don't have a deep threat for the first six weeks of the season. I get Marvin Jones a good player, but he's not the player he was five years ago. Amon Ra is not a deep threat. Khalif Raymond is more of a gadget player than a deep threat. Josh Reynolds is not really a deep threat. And it sucks, Tyler, because 
the the goal was to have JMO start week one and being ready to go. And I mean, he looked, he showed flashes last year when he was playing. Now he's going to be out for at least six weeks. Yeah, no, it, it definitely sucks. Like you said, too, because you're right on the nail. You know, we expected big things out of him. Obviously, they traded up 20 spots last year's draft, even though he was injured and not expecting much year one. But, you know, we expected with the full offseason with this offense with Ben Johnson and Jared Goff that this is going to be a wholly, you know, d- different version of Jamison Williams. And we're going to unleash this guy to potentially be a potential wide receiver one, wide receiver two, a high end number two. Um, and they, they traded a lot of capital, get this guy. And they didn't re-up DJ Truck's contract. So they showed a lot of confidence and faith that this was going to be their guy, obviously. And like you said, fans and us especially had huge expectations for Jamison Williams coming into the year. And this definitely sets us back going into the season because, like you mentioned, you know, Amon Ra, he's great. But... Now who is your deep threat? Marvin Jones is good, but he's on the older end now. Do you really want him being your wide receiver too? Josh Reynolds, same thing. You know, we, we think he's a talented player, but not necessarily great to be your wide receiver too. And same with Raymond as well. Like these are good football players, good receivers. But the role that we had expected for Jamison Williams and um, coming into the year, this this definitely this definitely stinks. But let's get into the logistics into why Jamison Williams got six games and Stanley Berryhill got six games compared to why CJ Moore and Quintus Cephas got a whole year. So Peter, what's, what's the details on that? Yeah. So uh, CJ Moore and Quintus Cephas bet on NFL games and Stanley Berryhill and James Williams bet on non NFL games. And they also betted at the Lions facility. If they betted at home, they would have been okay. If they betted at a restaurant, if they bet anywhere else other than the Lions facility, or like the team hotel or the Lions team plane or whatever, they would have been okay. But according to NFL rules, you cannot bet at a team hotel, at a team facility, or a team plane. Yeah. And obviously, uh, like you said, NFL games are off. NFL games are off limits no matter what. I think no matter where you are. Yeah. You can't bet anywhere NFL games. I, I gotta be honest. I think that rule while they are the rules and these players should know the rules. Like, what's the difference if I'm betting uh like let's say on an NBA game at at Allen Park or at home. Yeah. yeah I mean, I, I get it. The NFL is tricked about that. But then again, like, I mean, you, you go to Allen Park. I forgot which one it was. If, if it was like FanDuel or Bet at GM. It was like one of them. It's literally right sitting right there when you get, get in the lot. Yeah. You know, like, I mean, come on, bro. I agree. I think the, the, the rule itself is very stupid. I understand why the rule is there. Obviously, betting on NFL games, that, that, that makes sense right off the bat. So I, I understand Cephas and CJ Moore, and it's even more worse for them after seeing what happened to Kelvin Ridley, right? Like, you saw what happened to Kelvin Ridley. You saw how strict the league was about it. And to do it right after that is just really stupid. So I really don't sympathize with those guys at all, honestly, because, like, it's just very stupid on their end to what they did and on betting on NFL games. And especially not to call out, like, their positions, but, like, these guys are not superstars. Like they're not guaranteed to be back in the league if after a situation like this. Like, will they get another opportunity after the year? Maybe. That's not a guarantee, especially in this league. To to have a whole year off and to be in the situation these two players are, just very, very idiotic by both of these guys. So I I like I said, I don't really sympathize with those guys at all. And the thing with Jamison Williams is too, I, I'm not giving him a pass either. Um, but 
I think it goes both ways. You could think the rule is stupid and think what Jameson Williams did was stupid as well. You know, because oh, at the sure. end of the day, is it is still a rule, and you have to understand that as a rule, even though you're not betting on NFL games, even if it was a, a completely different sport, like let's say, like you said, NBA or college. It, they, all we know is a college game. I don't know if that was college football, college basketball, whatever. Right? It's still idiotic. You're putting your team at risk, and you know the consequence. You should know the consequences that you're putting your team at risk by doing these actions. Now. Like I said, is it stupid that the rule is there that you can't bet on a college game being in the facility? I I, I agree. I think it's a very stupid rule. But again, it's still in place right now. And you have to enforce those rules because there are going to be consequences if you don't enforce that rule. And like we obviously saw right now today, um, Jamison Williams is going to take the hit for it. And he's going to be suspended for six games. And now he's putting his team in a very big hole where they had very big expectations. I mean, the Lions put a lot of stock into Jamison Williams. Like I said, they traded up 20 spots to go up and get this guy. And even knowing that he was going to be injured and miss probably most of the year last year, they put a lot of stock into this guy that he was going to be a big contributor for this football team. And this doesn't help your your case at all because um, people were already kind of concerned with your maturity and the type of player that you are going to be. This doesn't help your stock at all. So Jamison Williams has to be better in that situation, even if it is a stupid rule. Yeah, and I think like he will be better. And also, I read today from Eric Woodyard that the Lions were made aware of the situation about a month ago. And Brad Holmes around that time also said that Jamo needs to held more accountable. Yeah. So maybe that's what he was alluding to. Maybe they kind of saw this coming and they kept their mouth shut until it officially came out and all that. Um, it's it, Tyler. It, it does suck. But at, at the end of the day, though, Jamo is 22 years old. I think we've all made stupid mistakes at 22. Absolutely. And hopefully now this will kind of wait. It's a wake up call. Like get your shit together type of call. You know, like this is the NFL. This isn't Alabama anymore. Like you're in the big leagues, bro. You're getting paid millions of dollars. And not just a team is counting, but a city is counting on you, right? Yeah. And it seems like, I mean, I, I saw some tweets the other day saying that JMO wasn't at um, voluntary workouts, which he was. He just didn't post any pictures. Well, even and if like he wasn't. the fan base, he was. They, they released a picture that he was the other day. I saw that. I'm saying, even if he wasn't, who? who I know, but like shit. the fan base was giving him shit already. I so it's that, like, it's like, dude, like, don't put yourself in these situations. You know, don't put yourself in these bed. Maybe he didn't know the rules. He, as a pro, he should. But maybe he didn't know. I don't know, though. That's not an excuse, though. As a pro, like, Tyler, if, if you have a job, you, you better know the rules at your job. Or, like, if you do something wrong, you could potentially get fired. Yeah. Like, CJ Moore and Quintus Sivas basically got fired today. Yeah, they did. And if Jamison uh, Williams was a bum, like, not a bum, but if Jamison Williams wasn't a star player, he probably wouldn't be playing either. Potentially. Maybe, yeah. Well, I mean, I mean, Stanley Berryhill is still on the roster. I was going to say that. <laughs> but Berryhill could be a camp body because those guys could be here in camp. And he could just be like a camp body. Yeah, very true. Yeah. So um, one thing, with, the good news is they, they could be here in camp. He could practice. Then once, I think, after all that is over, he has to be away from the teams for six weeks. And look, man, I still love JMO. I still think highly of him. I think when he gets back, he'll still be one of the best deep threats in this league. But it's just kind of a a little setback, I guess. Hey, Prior Podcast listeners, it's your boy Malcolm here. And if you're a sports better like me, let me tell you about Odds Traders. Odds Traders is a place to compare all odds from all major sports books. You can also compare the different sign up codes and promotional codes from different sports books to get the best deal. This app also provides player stats, key game stats, injury reports, projected game day weather, 
so the bettors can make the most informed bets as possible. This app also has bet trackers so bettors can keep records of all their games and betting activity. Looking to maximize your bets? Go to oddstrader.com slash bluewire. Again, that's O-D-D-S-T-R-A-D-E-R.com slash bluewire. Odds Traders, the number one site for your game day bets. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Yeah, and hopefully that's all it is, right? Hopefully when we look at this in the grand scheme of things, that this was just something that we could laugh back at and he ends up having a great career in Detroit, right? Like that that's the the hope, obviously, is that we get through the suspension, he comes back, he balls out, and you know, then he's responsible from that point on and we don't think about it. That That's the hope. And I, I'm, I'm right on cue with you. I don't think anybody should be giving up on Jameson Williams. If, if you're on that boat, I, I don't think you should be there yet. I think it's still really, really early into the process to be giving up on this type of talent because even in the limited snaps that we saw him play when he wasn't even really uh, accounted for the offense yet, we saw the flash that this guy could be really, really special. And we obviously trust Brad Holmes a lot and he traded up 20 spots to go up and get this guy in the first round. So he obviously thinks very highly of him. We saw the draft day video of when they traded up and they were able to land him. So um, you shouldn't give up on Jamison Williams. But like you said, I think at this point, hopefully this is a wake-up call and hopefully there are no more reoccurring events where he's getting suspended or just letting the the team down in general, right? So again, uh, still a very bright career for Jamison Williams. Just has to get through this, this, you know, this suspension i guess and then briefly with cj Moore too like the lions gave him a nice deal for a special teams player yeah and i believe his contract and quintus sevis contract they void because they're suspended and they violated their contracts yeah i believe also jameson williams contract i don't think it's fully guaranteed anymore i'm not sure on that though i could be wrong but i believe once you get suspended or something the guarantees could void i'm not a contract expert but i believe some of his guarantees could be voided um if the team chooses to do so 
obviously Barry Hill is he's just a camp body. But CJ Moore, I want to talk about him a little. He's a personal protector, and on fake punts, he he was a big contributor. He was like that. I don't know if they want to call it a running back. I guess you say sort of like the running back they used on fake punts, and he was fast. Um, and personal protector, like that's the guy who protects your punter. So he had a big and he played an integral poor on special teams and. I mean, it's a, it's another loss, man. But that's not as hard as to replace as Jamison Williams. So you could find those guys. Like those guys are not as hard to find as like a dynamic deep threat wide receiver that could take the top off a of defense. Yeah. So I actually have some more clarity. So I think you said Jamison is, you know, he obviously suspended for six games, but he is banned from the team facility for the first three weeks of the regular season. But he could practice as early as week four and play as early as week seven. So he could practice as far as as early as week after three weeks of the regular season. And I believe he could be here for training camp. So he could still he get could his be, stuff yes. down with golf. He could learn the playbook. Yes. I mean, okay. I don't know about he could be here after like week four. He could be in the facility. That, that's actually, I guess I feel a little better knowing that, but still like he's not going to be played for six games for the first six yeah. games. Yeah, he won't be able to play for this. So the earliest he oh, could I have return. a question, Tyler. So he's suspended yes. for six weeks. Let's say the Lions have a bye week in week five. Mm-hmm. Could he come or week six? Could he come back week seven or does he have to no. miss six games? Miss six. So games. he's suspended for six games. Yeah. So I, did, I was just the, asking that for the listeners so the listeners ho- understand. Hopefully the buys a little later into the year, right? Yeah. Yeah. That, that would suck. That would suck if we have like a, a week five, week six buy, and, you know, we're just waiting another week for Jamison Williams. But on the bright side, that could actually be good too because it actually would suck. Yeah. I mean, he's going to be able to, like I said, that is makes you feel a little better that he could return to the facility a little early into the season. That he, So you're not throwing him right into the woods right when he comes back after six weeks. Like if he had to miss six weeks and then, you know, he couldn't even like train or practice with the team and then you throw him in right at, right away week seven. At least with this is that he could train and practice for three weeks and then you can get him out there. We'll see when the schedule comes out, but hypothetically week seven if there's no buy in between that time so he's missing six out of 17 games i believe that's like 35 percent. that's a lot man he's not gonna be here for 35 percent of the games yeah well i mean at the end of the day he made that decision he has to deal with it and obviously the lions i I, like like brad i think brad holmes knew i don't think he knew it was gonna be a six game suspension but i knew he was gonna be in trouble of some sort because they said today he was made aware maybe that's why he said jameson needs to be held more accountable so I think they kind of saw this coming, maybe not the exact number of sessions, but the exact number of games, but they saw like a, some sort of punishment coming. Yeah. Um, he Hopefully he'll learn from it. He'll grow from it. And, you know, we still have the draft. I'm, I think they'll add another deep threat. They have to, in my opinion. It, th- that's the question I actually was going to get right into. So now with this Jamison Williams suspension, and we know it's official now that he's going to be out for six games. And we kind of talked briefly about, this wide receiver room that we have right now with St. Brown, brought in Marvin Jones, still have Reynolds, and still have Raymond. Um, what are you expecting to kind of fill in the void for Jamison Williams? Could this be a earlier draft pick? Could this potentially be a free agent on the market right now? What, what are you expecting? So I just want to bring up something. The Lions last year with DJ Chark on the field had 29.9 points per game. Without DJ Chark, they had 20.7. Obviously, Jamo was hurt most of the year, so it just tells you the difference of a deep threat, how dynamic the offense was versus not. Because you lose your deep threat, what teams are going to do, they're going to stack the box and probably press you. And those guys can't get off press, and you're pretty screwed, right? Because the box will be stacked, the run game wouldn't work as well. And the wide receivers, I mean, I'm in rock and separate, but but the other guys, like, they're, they're okay. They're, they're not, they're not Jamison Williams. They're not DJ Chark. They're not... 
they're not dynamic receivers, but they're still solid receivers. Like they're wide receiver three or fours, in my opinion. You know, so that 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 that's what hurts right now. If they without having a deep threat. With that being said, though, um, there's some pretty solid deep threats that are projected to go date second round. A guy like Jalen Hyatt, Jonathan Mingo. You know, if you want to look maybe into the third round, like a guy like Marvin Mims, smaller but fast dude. Um, I could go tell you the list of who the Lions met with real fast in terms of receivers because they kind of knew what was happening. I'll have it right here, actually. Give me a second. So in regards to the receivers, here we go. Jaden Reed, they met with him at the Combine. Ronnie Bell at the Pro Day. Antoine Green at the Combine. Quinton Johnson, NFL Combine. So, I mean, that's what we have right now in terms of which receivers they met with. But that doesn't really mean much because they didn't have a lot of contact with Amon Ross St. Brown. They had, like, no contact with Jamison Williams, I believe. Yeah. So maybe we could see Hyatt. I think Hyatt, I mean, I always think about this, Tyler. Hyatt and Amon Ra and Jamison Williams week seven. Yeah, that'd be fun. <laughs> that'd be fun. But the only thing is you don't have that big guy. But if you add like a big tight end, you know, maybe you're cooking. Yeah. No, that, that would be interesting. And I think we've always been kind of under the assumption, like when we've done these mock draft episodes, we've kind of always had a wide receiver, not maybe necessarily like first round, but like we've, we do the three round mock drafts and that's obviously day two. I think we've pretty much all of us have at least have had one wide receiver taken pretty much in one of those mock drafts. So I don't think, you know, without having James or with even with having Jamison Williams, like I think we still thought drafting receiver was still a very high realm of possibility, but just because the long term right now is, is, you know, you have Amon Rod there and you have Jamison Williams there. But other than that, Marvin Jones, one-year deal. Reynolds got one year left on his contract. Raymond's got one year left on his contract. So they could definitely use another receiver to go along with Williams and St. Brown. Yeah, I think now, though, like, what they need to do, I mean, there's this free agent I kind of like, too, Byron Pringle. He's not anything special, but he could kind of take the top off of defense. Mm-hmm. He's, he could be available. But they need a guy now who could vertically stretch the field. And they need a guy that can kind of contribute right away now with with Jameson Williams. Yeah. Suspended. Maybe that's why they signed Marvin Jones. We don't know because that's kind of they said a month ago, and the Marvin Jones signing was about at like March. Maybe, so. but I, I still think they need another receiver. They no, yeah, I think Marv one. Marv is not a long term solution. He's just kind of a stopgap sort of for Chark, yeah. I guess. But they need to find a stopgap or at least someone right now, at least for six games, mm-hmm. to play that Jamison Williams role. Yeah, I mean, you look at this free agency market. There's just not really much. I know you mentioned the Byron Pringle, but he's not like he's not all that either. To be honest, he's like all right. <laughs> just looking at it right now, he's, he's still gotta, a free agent. I mean, that tells yeah, you what teams think about him. There's Kenny Galladay. If you guys want that reunion, uh, there's Julio Jones, Nikhil Harry, Sammy Watkins. So there's just not really much out there right now. So I don't know if the lines are necessarily thinking of any of these guys as as even a stopgap or even guys to bring in, maybe, maybe, I don't know. We'll see. I mean, I think once we get to training camp too, we'll, we'll know more about this receiving core and what they did. Right. Because, or they'll at least know more about the guys they have in. Cause let's assume they draft one. They'll probably bring in some undrafted guys and they'll have OTAs to kind of evaluate these guys. If they don't think any of these guys are 53 man roster you know, guys, maybe they go out and sign one of these veterans in July heading to training camp, or maybe they could even pull off a trade for a veteran potentially who, who we might not think is available right now. Well, like I said, they did gain a little cap space today too with the CFIS contract voiding and the CJ Moore contract. I don't know the CJ Moore, if they paid a signing bonus, I don't know how exactly that works, but they didn't pay that out. He gets none of it. 
and then that sucks for him but but he made those decisions yeah you know um so we'll see what happens man yeah well it's definitely gonna be something interesting to keep up with and i i think it kind of came to a little bit like if you want to look at a something positive in this at least it came before the draft like how how much of this would suck if it came after the draft and like we just didn't draft the receiver or something like that like i feel like now that brad for sure knows the consequences of jameson not going to be there for six games it could change their approach a little bit and maybe they can draft the receiver a little bit earlier i mean if you saw him yesterday he was saying well jamo was here it kind of felt like he knew it was going to come out like it didn't seem like he was excited it was like well you know jamo was here yesterday so It wasn't like excitement advice. It was like, fuck, I'm about to lose this guy for six weeks. Yeah. I need to. <laughs> oh, man. We'll I mean, it, it just sucks because, like, it's a little, you know, this year was kind of like go for it all. And I still think it's like that. Don't get me wrong. But it kind of puts a little, like, little bump. Little bump, speed bump, if you want to call it. Yeah. But, I mean, they've shown that they, they've been through a lot of adversity and Brad Holmes and Dan Campbell. I think. They know they need a deep threat. Like I mentioned, they were two and four, or two and five without Chark and JMO. And then when they were in the lineup, they had 29 points, about 30 points. Without them in the lineup, they had about 21 points. So it, that's an eight point. That's a huge difference. I mean, I, I think every, no, I don't think every NFL team goes through adversity. And it's usually not through this. You don't want it to be through suspension. It's usually, you know, unfortunately through injuries, injuries right? Yeah. yeah. So. You know, you you need a depth regardless, and you have to play through adversity. Like, there, this is not going to be the first bump for the Lions. Like, you know, as, as sad as that sounds, it's not going to be the first bump. There's going to be something that's going to happen with this team. I'm not saying as far as suspension, but, like, there's going to be injuries. Yeah, every team goes through that. Every team's going to have to go through it. So, I don't think this one bump now takes him out of, like, the NFC North talk. No, or no. So, um, you know, I'd settle down on those talks. But it definitely does suck to just hear the news this early on <laughs> before this, like, before we even got to training camp, right? Before we got to the draft, we're hearing about one of our star players not going to be there for the first six games of the year. So, you know, it, it just sucks. But You just like need I a said, deep threat. You need a deep threat. Um yes. And there was, like, rumors that the Lions were interested in Corlin Sutton after all this Jamal stuff. I guess that's starting to make some sense now. We I don't know how true those rumors were, but – it was out there, and then the Broncos decide they're not going to trade him. Yeah, you know, I think one player that I kind of liked, but Dallas acquired him. Would Brandon Cooks would have been a good fit potentially, but that Dallas took him from Houston. So I don't know. We'll see what happens, man. We'll see. Yeah, I, I think it's just a big wait and see game. We'll have the draft next week. We'll have more answers there, and then obviously we'll see if the Lions potentially go out and sign a guy, maybe trade for a guy. We'll have more of those questions answered, but obviously not the podcast we want to record today. This is something that we did not have on our agenda, but obviously it came up and we have to talk about it. So with that being said, hope you guys all enjoyed this episode and we will be back very soon with some more draft stuff. The draft is officially less than a week away, so stay tuned for that. That's going to be a lot of fun. So hope you guys all enjoyed. I'm out, guys. Peace. All right, guys. Like I said, this is kind of a tough time for us just this day, but like next week is our Christmas. You know, next week is where Bad Homes cooks and like he drafts well in the first, second rounds, but the great GMs draft well on day three, and he's one of the best GMs on day three. So I'm excited to see what Brad Holm does in this upcoming draft. And don't let this put you down, man. The Lions are in good hands still. They have great leadership in the head coach and GM. And I'll see you guys next week. I'm out. Peace. <laughs>